1: It's Thursday, August thirty first, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesie, the, the uh, Guardians are they're on life support, but they're still kicking. Uh, they they pulled out uh, a, a big win on on uh, Wednesday afternoon in Minnesota. Uh, Cole Calhoun coming through with a three run home run in the tenth inning off Cody Funderburk, uh, in uh, you know the rookie who looked so good against them. Uh, on Monday uh, for Minnesota, Uh, but the Guardians turned the tables, and uh, really when they they looked like they were, uh, you know, about to lose the series to the Twins, uh, they come back and and pull it out. Uh, Just what did you think of Cleveland's effort uh, to to win two out of three in Minnesota? Yeah, Joe, I thought it
0: was a great effort. Uh, They really, you know, they won the middle game four to two, you know, just kind of grinded out that win, and and uh, yesterday's win was just, you know, w- one of those wins that we saw him do a whole lot last year. Reminded me a lot of last year. Um, you know, uh, the, Cole, Cole Calhoun gets the green light on 3-0. Uh, they get a wild pitch off of Duran uh, the, to score the tying run. Um, you know, just uh, you know, one of those uh, kind of games that you almost have to win, and you know, it, it's weird. I was for eight in- for seven innings, you're sitting there screaming at the TV. That you know, you're thinking this is another this is another loss. I can't believe these guys can't score a run, and uh, they end up pulling it out. So, really, uh, you know, a, a good uh, good series um, against the Twins, and really a good road trip. You know, we said before this trip started uh you know it's going to be a critical trip against two really you know really uh, tough teams Toronto and and the Twins they go 4 and 2 and they look good doing it Joe
1: Mhm yeah let's uh Tito was asked after the game uh yesterday he's like you know what do you think of uh your team just n- not quitting never quitting never giving in and and Tito looked up and he he kind of joked he said you know they're not allowed to, and uh, and that's uh, you know it was he said no, but that was great to to see them come back and, and win that way. Uh, and just uh, you, you, you saw Tito smile there for the first time in a in a little while, I think, uh, and that was really good to to see. Uh, let's go back to Cole Calhoun and the three zero pitch uh, in the locker room uh, in the clubhouse after the game. Uh, Cole Calhoun was was out loud complaining not complaining but but saying it's so hard to hit on 30 uh and that's it's a, it's a tough count to you know to to do any damage in and and that's what he said he he says you know uh you just sort of pick out a pitch and and he sat there he had he had seen uh Cody uh Funderburk uh you know in a in the game on Monday who came in and he was he was dominant for two innings but uh, he had figured out his arm slot and maybe felt a little more comfortable. Uh, took a couple of pitches that were close, and, and then sat on uh, a fastball that was out and up and over the plate, and uh, and and drove it out of the park, 433 feet. It's the first 3-0 count that he's ever homered on uh, in his career, and that's 12 years. Uh, so that says something for uh, you know for for Cole Calhoun to be able to come out and do that. Yeah, and
0: I uh, I liked what uh Tito uh, told you after the game on how they uh decide who to, who who swings away in a 3-0 count and who doesn't.
1: Yeah, it was uh you know he said you know 3-0 count is good if you can do damage on a 3-0 count then it, that's better than taking a walk. So that's uh it's more productive. Let's let's go and do that and that's sort of what they decided uh And, and there's gotta be a level of trust there. And obviously there's a level of trust with Cole Calhoun in a very short time. He's been with the club, uh, for 20 games and he's, he's become a a very productive member of the, the lineup in in that time. Uh, he's batting 300 on the road in 10 road games and, uh, you know, 15 RBIs, three home runs, uh, over the course of those, those 20 games, uh, you know, 70 at bats and, and it's, uh uh it's it's been uh quite the ride for a, a guy who was in the minors all season until uh he, he came over to Cleveland on August 4th
0: yeah it's just been uh you know i wondered about the pickup when when it happened you know the timing was you know kind of weird you know but you know f- from the guardians point of view they they said they needed a hitter because uh Josh Naylor was going on the IL uh you know they bring a uh, Cole Calhoun uh, you know, from the Dodgers, uh, you know, I've always liked him as when he played for the angels, I thought he was a solid ball player, but I was sitting there, you know, what exactly is he doing on this young club? And, and we're finding out Joe, I mean, you know, he is, he's having a, he's having a great time. I mean, you know, this is a guy, what, 35 years old. He almost retired this season because, uh, you know, he couldn't get a shot at the big leagues, um, uh, you know he's going back and forth between his home. Uh, you know he's, he's got kids, uh, but uh, he got one. The Cleveland gave him a chance. He's playing every day, and I think he's having the time of his life.
1: Yeah, you, you really get that sense. Is that you know he always talks about how every time we, we we speak to him after a game, it's you know how great everybody in the organization has been and how excited he is to just play with these this younger club and. And uh, and and their their effort and and the way that they always try to stay in games, uh, really sort of has rejuvenated him. And and it's been, it's been really fun to watch him uh, go about his business and and just instantly become a leader. And everybody, uh, in that clubhouse has has sort of like pointed to him as well. Uh, he's sitting over there by by Jose Ramirez in the in the Minnesota clubhouse. Uh, you know, there there's a corner where sort of the veteran guys get their corner. It's it's by the by the um the showers and the 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 cafeteria there, uh in the in in the visiting clubhouse and it's Cole Calhoun and, and Jose Ramirez that was that was a spot that Ahmed Rosario was in earlier in this year, uh where they sit in the in the locker rooms where they're situated so, um you know he he has taken on sort of that leadership role and, and Tanner Bybee said, uh after the game you know this is a guy who uh, he had, he had watched when he was coming up in, in, you know, in California, when he played for the angels as a, as a youngster. Uh, so he, he sort of idolized the guy and, and was, was starstruck when, when he, he, uh, he joined the clubhouse. That's, you know, it's a, it's a neat little role for him and, you know, who knows how long he'll be around or or what the role will look like when, when Josh Naylor comes back. But, uh, You know, for right now, he's he's got to ride the you know the the, the hot hand, and it's certainly Cole Calhoun. Yeah, and you know
0: the thing I like about him, Joe, is uh, he's he's always working at his craft. If you look at him, he takes his iPhone when he goes to hit in the cage. He's got a stand on it. He puts the, he attaches the iPhone to it, and he you know he he records himself taking his swings. Now, I asked him once, uh, you know, wh- wh- why are you doing that? And he goes because you never know when you're going to have the best day of your life or the best day of your career, and you want to you know kind of galvanize or save that swing uh that you take into the game so you've got it on record and you can go back and look at it so you know i, I don't think he's had much much of a better swing than than that one uh in in uh extra innings uh yesterday because that was a that was a beautiful swing on that
1: on that home run yeah tanner bybee after the game i had never heard the phrase he he mammoed that ball it's like yeah. he, put, <laughs> he put a mammoth swing on it so he mammoed that ball uh uh, 430 he hit it uh up the you know up the tunnel in the 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 bleachers in, in right center field it was I mean that's a shot to get it out there so uh pretty huge home run for Cal- Cole Calhoun uh earlier you mentioned the uh, the wild pitch uh, uh, uh johan uh, John Dur- uh, Duran the closer for the uh the twins he regularly throws 100 miles an hour and and this guy came out and and was a little wild uh, You know, a, a walk to uh, Andres Jimenez, a base hit to uh, Will Brennan, and uh, a ground out uh, moves those two guys into scoring position. Uh, and then he uncorks a, a wild pitch to uh, Bo Naylor, and uh, Jimenez scores. Uh, there was a, a moment where the, the Twins challenged uh, whether or not Naylor got hit by the pitch, which would have sent uh, Jimenez back to third base. Uh, but it was clear after watching the replay that he didn't get hit uh also he didn't uh he didn't swing uh at the pitch which uh you know wasn't reviewable but um you know it 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 was uh, a moment there where the, the the Twins came out and challenged there were more mound visits and delays in this game and it still took 2 hours and 45 minutes but uh it, you know it was a uh, the pace of play was was not very very good in this one yeah, I mean the twins. I I don't know what they
0: were doing. They were they were holding like a a seance on the mound every inning. They had like fifteen guys out there. You know the I I don't know if the umpire lost count or I think you know I don't know if the I don't know if the player meeting you know it counts as a as a mound visit or not. But they had to be pushing the limit, right, Joe? What what are they well They, they were
1: over. I, they went past the five mound visits uh, for sure. And they had there were more than five mound visits in that game, but. Uh, yeah, there and there were delays and, and all sorts of you know weird moments. This was a weird series for the the Twins. I mean, you go back to uh Guardians winning the game on uh, Tuesday night and uh, the decision by Carlos Correa to to drop a uh a pop fly uh intentionally uh, that an infield fly that uh, with a runner on first base. Uh, with Ramon Laureano on first base and replacing him with Andres Jimenez, who you know is going to steal a base immediately after that. He did that, and Will Brennan drove him home with a single and and extended uh, Cleveland's lead. Uh, There was a a whole bunch of moves like that throughout the series that just sort of made you scratch your head. And and then you you sort of realize, yeah, this is why Minnesota isn't pulling away in the division uh, this season. It's because they can't get out of their own way.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, Joe. And and what Sonny Gray got a, a pebble in his shoe. They had to call a timeout for that. He took his shoe off and he's yep. he's uh, what how do you get a how do you get a rock in your shoe in your in your baseball cleat when you're on the mound? I mean, that I don't know if that was a delaying tactic or what the heck. I don't think I've ever seen that.
1: Yeah, and it was the weirdest thing was having everybody standing over him while he's tying his shoe. It's like it's like <laughs> It's like what you, you you tell the kids, you know, just go ahead and get the Velcro guys, because this is, it, it was, it was frustrating. And, you know, we're sort of looking at each other in the press box going, you know, what are what's going on with all of these delays, but, you know, they got through the game and, and, and the result came out, uh, you know, just fine for the, uh, uh, the guardians, a couple of big series here for uh, some individuals, uh, Stephen Kwan, I think he's got 42 multi-hit games now on the season. Uh, he had another multi-hit game yesterday Quan uh, came up with a double to lead off the game, which looked like it was going to be the only hit off of Sonny Gray for the for the day. But uh, eventually, the uh, the Guardians broke through. Quan um, uh, comes up in the eighth inning, has the uh, the RBI single. Uh, he had uh, what did he have? Uh, six hits on the trip, something like that. Yeah. Six
0: for fourteen on on in the Twins series. Joe just did a really, you know, he's been on fire since uh, the All Star break, swinging the bat well, setting the table. You know, he looks like the Quan from that that we saw for
1: 162 games last year. Uh, Gabriel Arias also had a big trip uh, and and important uh, at bat in that eighth inning to set up the uh, the, the Quan RBI single um he uh had a ball that sort of floated out into right center field and uh hustle double as he uh you know dug for second base you know right out the gate uh and this was a, a reversal from uh you know his earlier and previous at bats in the series uh one where he hit the ball high off the wall in right center field uh and barely got to uh second base uh was kind of jogging because he thought he had uh you know hit it out actually twice in that series he hit balls uh, high off the wall in right center field, and um was sort of dogging it out of the box and and Tito said he was talked to about it uh paid off when when he hustled into second base, got himself in the scoring position and and scored on on quan's base hit
0: yeah that was I was glad to see that you know you you know sometimes you wonder what's going through a player's head and we got on him in the podcast about not hustling about having the opportunity of his career handed to him to to be the starting shortstop and if you're going to you know everything you hit you think it's going to be a home run and you're going to practice your home run trot the first base well you're not going to get it done so it was great to see him you know hustle that double out and get himself into position to score on Quan's
1: single because
0: that was you know got him back in the game that was their first run of the game it w- it made it two to one and you're right back in the game
1: yeah exactly uh can't overlook uh bone and his effort uh on the road trip uh three home runs uh including back-to-back in the um back-to-back games in the twin series but three consecutive starts where he hit home runs uh that hadn't happened since uh you know manny ramirez or he was the youngest uh since manny ramirez to do so in uh what 1994
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, he goes 4 for 13 on a, on a trip on the uh six game trip. Three home runs, four RBIs. Uh Joe, I like I like his demeanor at the plate. He never seems to uh, you know, he's not antsy up there. He's he's calm, he's collected. You know, he doesn't uh you, he he seems to be under control. And that's uh that's for a young hitter, that's that's a big thing, I think.
1: Yeah, and and afterwards he 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 says the the routines and and the uh, the 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 repetition is is what gets him uh, in the right place and the right frame of mind to go out there and, and hit and be productive. He's got a lot on his plate right now as a as a rookie catcher, but uh, you know he seems to be handling everything pretty well. Uh, and and soon he'll he'll get his brother back uh, in the lineup with him. Uh, you, you were down in Akron for Josh Naylor's uh you know first rehab start on Tuesday what did you see out of Josh Naylor
0: yeah uh he had two at bats uh started at first play first base uh was wearing number 50 Looked kind of weird on his uh in his rubber ducks uniform but uh you know first at bat uh took it real easy you know took two pitches and grounded out weekly to second base kind of jogged down to uh first base he just want, it was testing the oblique to make sure uh you know he it was everything was in working order uh then his next at bat uh first pitch 85 mile an hour breaking ball he singled sharply into uh center field and started a four run inning for Akron uh and he told uh uh oDor you know uh, Akron's manager that uh, he felt great after that. And I think he had yesterday off. He's going to play again today. Uh, he'll I think he'll play today and Thursday. Have Saturday off and play Sunday. And uh, they'll go from there. I would think he'd probably be activated at us early next week.
1: Yeah, possibly in time for that twin series. That would be uh, be interesting. And, and the rosters expand, uh, you know, beginning uh, tomorrow. So uh, there'll be a a spot for him already uh, there with the club um good to good to see him back there and 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 you know it, it just raises questions how things are going to fit and how things are going to work uh with him with Cole Calhoun with people coming back so uh we'll see how that goes but uh you know it's a, it's a good problem to have uh right now another guy coming back off of the uh the injured list uh Cal Quantrill is set to start the game uh on Friday uh, they need a starter after they released uh, Noah Syndergaard on Monday. Uh, so uh, Cal Quantrill at, coming off pretty much a dominant outing in his last rehab start, uh, threw a bullpen in um, in Minnesota, and looks like he's ready to go.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, obviously, uh, you know, kind of be – you they'll be watching him closely I would think but it's been a long process to get Cal back in into the rotation uh and he, he gets thrown right into the fire Joe there's no you know th- we're at the point of the season where every game is important especially when uh the Guardians are 5 games back and trying to close in on the Twins uh this is a big game for Cal and uh we'll have to just to see we'll get a really good read on on where he is coming back from that impingement
1: in his right shoulder yeah no fooling uh the uh his his first starts back uh from from the injured list this year uh have been what the, the Cubs when they were hot back on July uh, before July 4th and uh the, the Braves right after that and you know nobody wants to face the Braves uh, and now he gets the the Rays who are are in a, a desperate point in their season as well so uh yeah these are these are some big time lineups that he's facing coming up Fresh off of the uh, the injured list, so uh, we'll get Cal Quantrill, uh, Logan Allen, and Xavion Curry uh, against the uh, uh, the Rays this weekend. Uh, Want to remind our users about Subtext, our subscription uh, text service. Uh, you can subscribe uh, for three ninety nine a month, uh, get messages and uh, updates sent directly to your phone uh, by myself and Hoynesy. Also, the opportunity to text back and forth with us and, and ha- have us answer their, your questions. Uh, 216-208-4346 is the number to send a text message to to subscribe. Uh, or you can go to cleveland.com slash subtext. Uh, Hoynze, uh, again, big weekend uh, you know coming up, like we said, with the the Rays. Uh, Manual Class A bobblehead giveaway on uh, on Saturday. Can't wait to see what that one looks like. Wonder if it'll have the blue hair. You think uh <laughs> think they, they included that detail? I uh, hope so. Yeah, you yeah. got to.
0: Yeah, you know, sure. and, and speaking of class A, he had a great run in this trip. Uh one and oh, three for three in save opportunities. Uh, you know, he helped you know, he was a big part of this uh successful road trip.
1: Yeah, now he's the major league leader in saves with uh Felix Bautista from the Orioles. Uh it lo- looks like he's gonna be uh down for, for quite a while with uh, quite possibly just heading right into tommy John surgery his elbow is uh is a mess right now uh so uh you know class a major league leader in saves um he comes out and and you know gets the job done uh in in two games against uh the twins picks up three i think he's uh you know right behind jose mesa for what fourth place in the uh in, in all-time saves for the uh for the guardians he's got like 102 now
0: yeah, I know he was at a hundred that he had reached a hundred, and uh, you know, so yeah, I know right now, Joe, he's thirty
1: six for forty five this year in save opportunities. Oh, think of what, think of where the Guardians would be if he had converted all, 40, all all forty five of those. Yeah, uh, or half uh, of them, half
0: of them, yeah, Joe, even half. Of them. Yeah,
1: they would be, you know, right. It, it it would it would be very close in the American League Central Division if those if that was the case. Uh, all right, as we uh, head into the weekend, uh, you know, what are we expecting out of this uh, uh, this matchup between the, uh, the the Guardians and the Rays? Uh, we, you know, we're expecting to see Tyler Glass now back in the in the first game for Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be a good series, Joe. The, the Rays are a game and a half behind Baltimore, trying to get back to the top spot in the AL East uh Cleveland you know did what it had to do over the you know this in, this, in these three games against the Twins and those three games against uh uh Toronto they're five games back they got a chance, Joe. I mean, and, uh, you know, while Tampa Bay has the uh, the wild card to fall back on, you know, it's all or nothing for Cleveland, and hopefully they play like it, because they're out of the wild card. They're 11 and a half games out of the third spot in the wild card, so they're not getting there. They've got to win the division, so, you know, it's all on the line.
1: They they know what they have to do. All right, Hoynes, and we'll be back with you again tomorrow for another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll talk to you then.
0: All right, buddy.